When you live in the United States of America, you hear a lot about freedom, and rightly so. As a nation, we greatly value our freedom. I mean, we even call ourselves the land of the free. But like so many other good things, we can sometimes take our freedom for granted. So let's talk for a minute about freedom. What does it mean to be free? Well, put simply, free people have the power to act, speak, or think without restraint. And that idea appeals to something deep down within us. We all want to be free. We have this deep yearning for it. You know, I remember getting my first car as a teenager. It was so exciting to get that 1985 Chrysler LeBaron because it was my gateway to greater freedom. Yes, I had to drive myself to work and to school. And yes, my parents still had rules to obey. But it did mean that I had greater freedom than before, and that was truly exciting. Freedom feels so good, in part because the opposite of freedom is so terrible. So what's the opposite of freedom? Tyranny. Slavery. Enslaved people can't decide how to live their lives. Someone on the outside is dictating their actions. Enslaved people are forced to do things that they don't want to do. Being enslaved is being driven by someone or something else. And in that sense, it's a hopeless state. You can't hope for a better tomorrow because you aren't in control of your tomorrow. Someone else is. Freedom is hopeful. Slavery is hopeless. And the solution to slavery isn't less slavery or better slavery. It's freedom. It's the opposite of slavery. So with all of that in mind, let's take a look at today's passage. We're continuing our study in chapter 8 of John's Gospel. And last week, we learned that some of the Jews had responded to Jesus' preaching, and they believed. So today, we'll be reading and studying John chapter 8, verses 31 through 38. And let's see what Jesus has to say to these new believers. So again, it's John chapter 8, beginning in verse 31. So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed him, if you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered him, We are offspring of Abraham, and have never been enslaved to anyone. How is it that you say you will become free? Jesus answered them, Truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who practices sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not remain in the house forever. The son remains forever. So if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. I know that you are offspring of Abraham, yet you seek to kill me, because my word finds no place in you. I speak of what I have seen with my father, and you do what you have heard from your father. Next week we'll talk about what verse 38 is referring to, but for now let's take a look at this text. Verse 31 tells us that Jesus is speaking to his new converts, and verses 31 and 32 lay out his advice. He says, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Since Jesus is speaking to Christians here, this information can be applied to us as well. He says that if they abide in his word, they are his disciples. And if they abide in his word, they will know the truth, and the truth will set them free. Okay, so let's talk about this. First of all, to abide means that you're stable. You're in a fixed state. 
So to abide in Jesus' word means that we don't just know it. We don't just read the Bible sometimes, but we're fixated on it. We take it in and we keep going back. So for a Christian who abides in God's word, the scripture becomes their default resource. When difficulties come, open God's word. When we're confused, angry, disappointed, or happy, content, and full, where are we, where are we rooted? If we abide, we're rooted in God's word and we run back to God's word. In addition, Jesus tells us that when we abide in God's word, we are truly his disciples. You can't learn from a teacher if you never go to class. The scriptures teach us and they are useful, and a disciple learns from his teacher. Jesus also tells us that the truth will set us free. So he claims that there's freedom in his words and in scripture. And when he says this, the Jews are taken aback. They don't understand it. They claim that they've never been enslaved. So really, they have no need for this freedom that Jesus is offering. But Jesus tells them in verse 34 that anyone who practices sin is a slave to sin. This is such an important concept for us to grasp and take to heart. Non-Christians will often complain about Christianity being this rigid set of rules and being too restrictive. But Jesus is turning that idea upside down. He says, you're already slaves. You're slaves to the sins that you're committing. So come to me and be free. And when you really think about it, it makes perfect sense. Sinful behavior is addictive. Bad habits are hard to break. Addictions are definitely a form of enslavement. I mean, it's crystal clear. You find yourself doing the things that you don't want to do. I mean, even Paul talked about this. So how does abiding with Jesus and his word make us free? Well, it reminds us of the gospel. It reminds us that our freedom from the penalty of sin was bought with the blood of Jesus. It's finished and complete. There's no additional test on our part. There's no goodness meter that we need to fill up. We couldn't do it. And if we think that we have to be good enough to earn God's favor, that too is a form of enslavement. It's a hamster wheel of disappointment. But we are free. Jesus paid for our freedom once and for all. And verse 36 says, So if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. As Christians, we are truly and really set free. So for us, abide with Jesus. Be his disciple. Yes, we have short memories, and he knows this. That's why he encourages us to abide in him. Abide in his word. Be reminded of our freedom in Christ. Live as a person free from the guilt and penalty of sin. He says that if we abide in his word, we will be his disciples. And the truth that we learn as being his disciples will set us free. We all want freedom. We all long for it. And in today's passage, Jesus is offering it freely to those who believe. So let's take him up on the offer. It's time to break free of slavery to sin and enjoy true freedom in Christ. Let's take a moment and pray. Jesus, 
we thank you for giving yourself for us. Thank you for paying the penalty for our sin. Thank you for buying our freedom. Please help us to live a life that abides in you and your word. Lord, we thank you for the love that you show us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening. I know these are brief lessons, but just to kind of give us, they're, they're there to give us something to, to keep our minds on throughout the week. And also, as we continue to spend time away from our church building, let's pray for each other. Please, don't hesitate to share prayer requests and announcements on our class Facebook page. It's great that we have the technology to stay in touch from a distance. So let's continue to use it. Until next time.